started thinking about life. What, what is life? What, just what is like the meaning of life? What, 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 is life just um, growing up, going to school, trying to stay out of trouble, uh, graduating from high school, hopefully go to college, try to find a job to make somebody else rich, um, get married, have children, children, you know, raise your kids, go on vacation every once in a while, buy a house, you know, get cars on the lease, uh, um, you know, kids grow up, then they get married, then you have grandkids, and then the grandkids, and they, you know, you be good grandparents, and then you, you know, they come to your house on Sundays, and and then they you grow up, and they have kids, and you may be around to see your great-grandkids, and then you die, and then you go to heaven, hopefully. And I'm thinking, is that life, man? And, and, and so I'm, 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 I'm like, Lord, I don't get it. I, what is, is that what life is? Because then I, I start to think about something, and, and I, I'm going to share something with you that's kind of personal, but... I remember my grandfather passed away, my father's father, and at his funeral, they wanted me to have words. So I'm like, I don't want to have words, but they wanted me to have words anyway. So I get up, and, I'm, and I'm, first, I hear what everybody's saying about my grandfather. My grandfather was a really good man. He took care of my grandmother in, in her sickness. He was always there for me. He went to work, took care of his family. He was a, people say, I'm like him. I, you know, my, I get my nuttiness from him. He was a very charismatic guy, he was, a, he, was a, he was a great guy, but they were talking about how much he was a hero in life, and he was such a hero, and I'm thinking, Batman's a hero, you know, people who, who make a major impact in the world, those are heroes, he, he was a good man, he was a responsible good man, but when we start just dwindling down, just being responsible to hero shit, then I think we're watering down so I get up, and, I, and I'm trying to hold my tongue, but I can't do it. I'm like, listen, I love my grandfather probably more than all of you here. We were very close. But I can't call him a hero. He was a responsible man. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and the world is so sorry now that whenever someone gets a responsible man, they, they say he's a great, he's a hero. He's a for taking care of my kids. Amen. I'm supposed to take care of my kids. Right, right. Because I went to work and provided a home, you're supposed to do that. I don't, I don't think we should give that hero status. And I just think that we water things down so badly that, and, and we don't really know what life really is for mm -hmm. and, and why we were created and why we exist. And I'm not saying everybody will do something great where everyone will know your name. But what I am saying is, is, is life has got to be more than work, kids, Grandkids, because let me tell you something. When your grandkids' kids go, your name goes. They're not going to know you. They don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. You'll be a picture. But some kind of way, can we, how do we leave our mark on, I, I, see, I want to, when I go, and I always tell my kids and they get mad at me, when it comes time when I can't go to the bathroom by myself, I'm going to heaven. <laughs> I don't want no assistance in that area. If I can't do it, I'm out. I'm going to be like, Lord, me and Lord tight enough. I'll be like, hey, it's a wrap, God. I'm, I don't have me down here just breathing air. If all I can eat is applesauce, I'm out of here. I don't want to live that way. So, it's, so I'm, I'm going, man, I, but until then, I want to leave something other than work, career, kids, grandkids, marriage, home. Along the way, I want to be able to stand. Be I don't think we can stand before God with that resume and hear, well done. Amen. Amen. I'm not. I'm just talking about for me. I, I, I don't think I can stand before him and he goes, what you do with your life? Well, I, I, I took care of my kids. I was a good grandfather. I provided a home. I made sure they ate. And God's going to be looking at me like, that's it? With the life that I gave you? I'm venting, but I'm going to read some Bible. Auntie, come on. For in him all things were created. Now, all things were created by God. Everybody agree with that? Amen. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Now, everything was created by God. Here's my job, just to agree with it. To agree what? That it was good. Remember in the beginning he says God created the heaven, it was good. He created the earth, it was good. He created plants and trees, it was good. Only thing he said wasn't good was after he created man. 
Mm-hmm. He created man, and he said, that's not good. Everything else was good, but man was not good because he created man alone, so he fixed that problem. But he was saying everything was great, so it's my job to agree with it, to go, Lord, this is a great system you have down here. I'm like, Lord, I don't like winter, but it's amazing how every winter, all the trees, the leaves fall and everything, it looks dead, and then in the spring, it all comes back to life. It's, I, I'm not a tree hugger, but I, but, I, but I do understand that, God, the earth is amazing. Amen. Amen. It's yes, amazing sir. how you created things, how you did stuff, how you figured things out. How, and it's my job to say that you would not only say that you created all things, say that it was good. It's important that you know that for later. Auntie, come on. Whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and so for him. So you trying him. to tell me, God, you're involved with Putin and all this Russian stuff? You got, you got your, see, because people are terrified about this stuff now. People are calling like, what's going on in Russia? And what do you think about that? Is it Armageddon? And I'm thinking, it's the prelude. Amen. Amen. But, but, but let me tell you something. It doesn't matter because no matter what, God's hand is on all the authorities. You, we, we, we think that we vote people in. <laughs> And we even question if we even voted people in. But what I'm trying to tell you is that God is very much in control of these things. Yes, he is. The world is not out of control, everybody. So stop being so scary because some country invades another country. You pray for the people that are being invaded and pray for the people of the country that are doing the invading mm -hmm. because they're losing lives too. Amen. They're losing family. You don't want to be in no skirmish like this. Everybody say amen. Amen. That's free. I'm going to give you something you have to pay me for later. Next verse. Romans um, 12. Go. Wherever therefore you go, I, I, go Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Now, why? Because I have purchased you back, and you believe that I have died on your behalf. I was telling Mike and, and Vicky I was venting because I'm in a venting mood today. And I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I was trying to, and, and I asked them the question, how do you go to heaven? Because they said, how do I teach my children? What do I say? Well, how do you go to heaven? And they went, well, I guess, you know, you just be a good person. And I went, eh. <laughs> how do people not know how to go to heaven? I know you were taught that as children that if you be little good kids and God is like this genie and if you do all the right things and you'll be good, then you'll get all the good gifts and he'll take you to this little heavenly place. That's not how we go to heaven. Amen. Thank you for the big amen. My church better know how to explain how to go to heaven. Amen. How do you go to heaven? What Jesus did. Amen. amen. And they all believe in Christmas and they all believe in Easter, but they don't get it. And I'm like, how are we so lost? I'm venting. Can you hear it? Why are we so lost? It says, man, I, I urge you to present your body because I died for you. The least you can do mm -hmm. is let me borrow you while you're on the planet. Mm-hmm. For my benefit, for what I want to do. Can I use you? Give yourself a living sacrifice, pleasing to God. That's your true worship back for what? For what he did for you. Amen. He saved your life. Yes, he did. Not this life, only your eternal life. Yes, yes. You are eternal beings. People, know, people go, no, we die. Yes, your body dies, but you are eternal. Your soul is going somewhere. Yes, it is. There's going to be a new heaven, new earth. Everybody say amen. Amen. You're going to be, we're going to have transformed bodies. Yes. No more growing old, no more getting fat, no more gray hair, no more losing hair. No more gravity taking over. Amen. <laughs> All the women laughing. I wasn't talking about you guys. <laughs> I got to move off that. Where are we going? Do not conform to the pattern of this world. It says, so the least you can do is don't conform to the patterns of this world. That's all I'm seeing now is the pattern of this world are overtaking Christians. We're yeah. so caught up in the patterns of this world. We're so caught up in the American way of life. We're so caught up in the way the world works. We're so caught up in retirements and all this. And I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying, can't you see we're being fed all of that? Yeah. That's life. They're telling us that that's life. Get, get a good job, make someone else rich. Yep. Raise your kids, have grandkids, go on vacations, do investments, mm -hmm. and then die. 
That's it. And then go to Jesus, hopefully. And then God goes, hey, I gave you life. What you do with it? Don't lie, because I saw it. That's right. And we go, well, I went to work, and I raised my kids, and So what you're telling me is that we've watered down a great life to that. Mm-hmm. I don't want that life. I'm just talking about me. Everybody say amen now. Amen. I'm not telling you to quit your job tomorrow. Auntie, come on. But be transformed by the renewing of your we mind. Have to be tra- Go back. We have to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Our mind- you guys know this verse. Then you will be able to test and prove that God's will is, is good. Pleasing and perfect will is good for you. See, we have to change the way we think because we have to remember we're bombarded by American thought of what life is. Life is, do you know how much money is spent on the way people look? Mm-hmm. Billions. Even in time of famine, even in time when the economy's bad, people still try and look good, boy. Mm-hmm. And we got hair color and we got uh, boob jobs. Can I say boob in church? We, we, got, we got butt <laughs> lifts and we got all this stuff going on. And it's, it's like, man, we got lips blew up. <laughs> we got eyelashes. You ever know, everybody now got these eyelashes. Over it's like, can you even see when you blink these big crazy eyelashes everywhere I go? And these big old eyelashes. Right? And the hair is blonde, but the eyelashes are black. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a man. <laughs> you gotta be good. You gotta stop. Say everything on your mind. Every time at Walmart, chick checking out. Your eyelashes are so big. <laughs> That's the thing, huh? Okay, mm-hmm. okay. It's just, man, we gotta some kind of way remember that we're being forced to be conformed to the patterns of this world. They're forcing us to be that way. And then it's, it's the thing that this is life. Mm-hmm. Is it? That's all life is. Just raising kids and watching them have kids. And then now I'm a grandfather. And is that all life is? It's just trucks and cars and, you know, cutting the grass. That's it. Seek, seeking new money because money drives us. And, New opportunities and all that. I'm not saying nothing's wrong with it, but I'm saying, is that life? Is that all life is? Mm-hmm. Can't be. Can't be. I see where we're going. Um, 1 Corinthians 10, 31. Okay. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. I was thinking, this verse, and I eat or drink to the glory of God, then I started to think about something. Man, what if we were like plants where we got our nutrients from the ground? God created this amazing thing called eating. And we all love to do it. (laughs) It goes back to what things that God created, and he said it was good. God created eating and drinking. I'm not talking about getting drunk out there. I'm, I'm talking about drinking. And think about how great it is. I love, man, it's nothing like a piece of cake to me with ice cream on top of the cake. And man, I remember back in the day, I had to go on, on a cake fast. Because I would eat a piece of cake every Sunday. And then God was like, you're getting addicted to cake. No, I'm not. I don't eat it through the week. No, you got to have it. It's like crack, dude. <laughs> and I, I remember I had to go on a cake fast. I was eating too much cake. And it's like, man, I'm like, God, you should have made cake so good. And how come all the good stuff is bad? Mm-hmm. All, the, all the good stuff I don't want, I don't want no carrots. <laughs> I want pizza. I don't want no broccoli. I want potato chips. I don't, I don't want, I don't want no, 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 no green beans. I want some french fries. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Man, when you eat something real good, you have a really good meal, do you do it to the glory of, man, you can't help but go, man, this this is so good, oh my God. (laughs) When you go to a really nice restaurant that you pay a lot of money to go, you don't get mad because it's a different kind of food. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, it you is. Go to Lucky's and get a steak, and then go to Root Chris and get a steak, or go to Morton's and get a steak. It's a different kind of steak. And you're sitting there going, this is a $100 steak, and boy, is it so good to the glory of God. <laughs> then he goes on, Auntie, and says, whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. So do you work to the glory of God? Do you raise your kids to the glory of God? Hmm. Are you, do you talk to your, your co-workers to the glory of God? trying to get them to know what you know? Is it to the glory of God with your neighbors? Is it to the, to the glory of God? Everything that you do, do it all to the glory of God. Why? Because you owe him what? Your whole life because he saved it. Amen. So the least we can do is do everything to the glory because you got to remember everything is good. I know it's, the world is going bad, but God created it good, and it's my job to agree with it. So everything I do on the earth, I'm doing to the glory. That means that you buy a new car, to the glory of God. Amen. That means you sign for a new house to the glory of God. Amen. Everything is to his glory because he's produced everything and he's given you a little piece of it. Mm-hmm. Did you just earn it or is it to the glory of God? Hmm. Everything you do, your business is to the glory of God. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah now. Everything we do, you buy a new pair of Nikes to the glory of God. I love Nikes. Another pair, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Everything is to your glory. To your glory. Life, I'm realizing life is all to his glory. But the only way you can get that is you have to transform your mind. Stop being so caught up in the world. The world is such an influence on you and you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Auntie, go on. The next day, the crowd that has stayed on the opposite shore of the lake. All right, so we're going to John. Here's Jesus. After he fed the, the multitudes, come on. Realized that only one boat had been there and that Jesus had not entered it with his disciples. So here they are. The next day, the crowd was still there and they were looking for Jesus. And they realized that, wait a minute, Jesus is not here. The disciples aren't here. Come on. But they had gone away alone. Then some boats from Tiberias landed near the place where the people had eaten the bread uh-huh. after the Lord had given thanks. So then some more boats pulled up. And so now they look, here's our opportunity. We can take these boats and go find Jesus. Once the crowd realized that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boat and went to Capernaum in search of Jesus. So they're searching for Jesus, try, trying to find out where Jesus is, because he just fed them. Amen. Not necessarily because they loved them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Auntie, come on. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Okay. Jesus answered, very truly I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had You're your fill. You're looking for me because of your earthly needs only. Amen. Churches are packed with people who are looking for God to supply their earthly needs mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what is life? Well, life is my earthly needs. We even written in our, in, our, in, our, in our bylaws as a country that life is the pursuit of happiness all the time. And that's why nobody's happy because when you don't achieve what you think you deserve, you get depressed. Mm-hmm. That's why when you don't have houses, you don't have cars, you don't have children, you don't have marriages. People are so sad. And I'm thinking, man, it's just because you've been taught that this is life. Mm-hmm. You've been taught, it's been bred in us, the pursuit of happiness. We tell our kids, go to school so you can get a great job. And my thing is, yes, go to school so you can get education. But I'm trying to tell my son, go to school, get education. But listen, dude, don't make somebody else rich. All right. Because no matter what they pay you, it's nothing compared to what the people who run the thing make. Amen. I'm nothing wrong with a good job. Everyone needs it. But I'm saying, man, we get so caught up in the world. They were looking for Jesus to supply the world to them mm-hmm. with the physical needs on this planet. Nothing spiritual about it. He says, man, you didn't even notice all the signs that I did. It's so quiet in here. 
You didn't even care about the miracles that I'm working. You just, you just, you want, you think I'm Santa Claus. You want me to provide the house, the car, the husband, the children, the grandchildren, the retirements. You, that's what you want me to do. And I'm saying, Lord, I, you got to have that crap, right? And I get no answer. Hmm. Wait a minute, God, don't you need that stuff? And I get no answer. What, what we really need is God's will. That's it, that's it. And some of you are going, yeah, Kenny, but that's you. You, got, you one of them dudes, you got to do that. You work for him. And I go, yeah, you're right. But here's the, here's the key, though. Aren't you all sacrifices? Right, right. It didn't say those who teach the word present your body living. It says everybody. I bought everybody. Everybody belongs to me. No mm -hmm. matter what you do, no matter where you go, no matter where you dwell, you belong to me. So can you do these things to the glory of me? And let me show you what's really important in life. And stop being bombarded by the television so much. Every commercial is what? about your happiness. So that means that when life doesn't go happy, you know what, you know what I'm thinking, man? So there's seasons, right, where things in your life just go wrong. And, it, and you, know, you even do that to the glory of God. You even get through those hard times to his glory. And then you get these seasons where everything is going good. It's just clicking. You're getting blessings and everything is moving. A new job and life is going pretty well. Relationships are great. And you do that to the glory of God too. Amen. Because God does it to get us to see something. Whether their life is good or bad, people who love me, they still is to the glory of me. Amen. Jesus. Whether they got it good or whether they got it bad, they still praise me. We're showing the world what a real relationship with God is, whether it's good, bad, indifferent. It's all to his glory. Amen. Most Christians don't even know how you're saved. They don't even know how you go to heaven. And I'm thinking, how are we Christians? What are we teaching? Right. We, I know we're teaching. I know we're teaching. I know we're teaching. We're teaching life. We just want everybody to do life. Life packs churches. Come on to Jesus and light. watch your life change. It will change. But you might lose your family. Come to Jesus and, you, and he'll bless you. You'll get, you get the new house and new cars. I'm saying come to Jesus. Save your eternal life, but you might lose your job. And then he'll give you a better one. Or, or he'll, 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 want, he'll get you to do something he's always wanted you to do. That you were too afraid to do, but now you have to do it. Amen. Amen. See, I'm trying to get you to see something. Are you really just living life? American life? Driven by the pressures of America? By the pressures of TV and internet? Or are you doing everything to God's glory? Don't answer. Auntie, come on. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal Don't life. Don't work so much for food that spoils. Man, it's nothing like a new car smell. Oh, I love, I love it. When you get into a new truck, oh my God, this is so nice and it smells so good. Give it about four months. When, when your kids are farting in the back seat and <laughs> french fries is on the floor and snow salt and everything is inside of it then you and, and you got to clean it out but the, the new smell everything corrodes people mm -hmm. if everybody had their house appraised right now they'll tear your house apart this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong everything falls apart everybody say man now man it's like man why are we working so hard for the things that spoil for the things that don't really matter but no they do matter because we're americans and we got to pursue this certain kind of life. And if we don't have that certain kind of life, we're not happy and we didn't succeed and we feel bad about ourselves. And we feel like we're letting our kids down. And Okay, I'm the only one who thinks that way. Not at all. Auntie, come on. For which the Son of Man will give you. For on him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. He says, listen, it's, we have to... It's this internal life which the Son of Man will give us. That's where you get your approval from. Amen. 
Not, not necessarily the things of this world. And I'm not saying that the things of this world are bad because God created these things. We just do it to his glory. But if you leave out his glory and it becomes your happiness, if it becomes what you know, makes you good that day, if, if it becomes what, what, what keeps you peaceful and keeps you safe at night because you got X amount of dollars in your account and you got X amount of money in your investments, I'm saying you're still leaning on things that spoil, and you can lose that at any second. Amen. Eternal life is what I'm geared to. And while I'm down here, I'm trying to make sure other people understand this eternal life thing. Amen. I won't go there. I'll see you tomorrow. Then they asked him, what must we do to do the works God requires? Okay. Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he The work of God is sent. simply this. Can you just believe? And if you truly believe, he will begin to change your life. Amen. When, I, when I met God, Jesus, years ago, 1983, August 3rd, probably about 8 o'clock or so, my life has never been the same. Amen. Never. I've had higher times and lower times. I've had good times and bad. I, times when I was obeying him very well and times when I wasn't. But he always was in my heart, always. My life has never, ever been the same. Whether I was good or whether I was bad, whether I was right or whether I was wrong. It, it's never been the same. When never. you really have an encounter with Jesus, your life is never the same. Never. So here it is. got to just believe it. So how do you know? Well, you only know by fruit. Because there's a lot of people proclaiming Christianity out there, but their fruit doesn't match. Amen. They're not patient. They're not kind. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Amen. Right now, the service industry, people are taking a beating because everybody's so evil. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, man, that's just, just the world. Christians are too. Amen. Amen. You guys came for something nice today, didn't you? <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> I'm really just trying to help you. Hallelujah. Somebody. Amen. Auntie, come on. So they asked him, what sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? always need a sign. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants sign. Everybody wants proof. It's like, here's the proof. Your life. How is your life different? Listen, I was asked a question. We were in Iowa, and, 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 and somebody asked me, said, Pastor, would you rather do a funeral or a wedding? Without blinking, I went, I'll do the funeral. Weddings, I feel like I'm involved with a crime. But funerals, <laughs> it's more absolute. Everybody say amen. Now. And it gives me a chance to tell people something. This all can be a joke. This all, we can all be brainwashed. We can, we can all be believing something that is not true. This Jesus and God created and all this stuff. We, it's a lot to take in. I get it. But it's like, if it is true, I've lived an amazing life. And, man, I've been through some hard times and got through them. I've had some things happen in my life that I can't explain. Some kind of way I keep my peace down here in this crazy world. So if it's wrong, I don't want to be right. Amen. But if I'm right, oh, boy. Yeah. You you are in trouble. Yes. Because you know what? One day you will see him face to face, and you will give an account. Amen. And what you're going to give an account for is your disbelief and what you did with the life that he gave you. And if you tell him, I raised my kids, I took to school, I went, got a career, got married, blah, 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 went on vacation every year, and and God's going to say, that's that's it. So you're telling me you were just American. Mm Mm-hmm. Come on now. What will you do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written. He says, listen, our ancestors gave us manna. We had manna, from, and they complained about that. Everybody said, mm-hmm. man, we got that from heaven. Next verse. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Yep. Jesus said to them, very truly I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it, but it is my father. who gave you that bread from heaven. And it's my father who gives you the true bread from heaven. He's trying to get them to see. Yes. I am the answer. Yes. Not the worldly thing. Yes. You're seeking me because you want a better life. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you really have to fall in love with Christ because 
Yes. Because what? He saved your eternal soul. And now you go through life now with, with a different priority. These things are a priority, but they're not the most important thing. Mm -hmm. I love my kids to death, but they're not the most important thing. Amen. And I'm a great father. I better get... All right, all right. <laughs> if Julian was here, he'll say I'm a great father. If, if Candace was here, she'll say I'm a great father. And I'm trying to tell you I'm a great father because they're not the most important thing. Because if they were the most important thing, I would fail as a father. Amen. Because God I don't care enough. I'm too selfish. I'm too moody. So God comes into my life and goes, no, you're not. You're going to be a great father. And because you love me, you love them the way I need you to do. Amen. Yes, yes. So stop saying your kids are everything. They can't be. Amen. And they get on your nerves anyway. The most important thing is the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Who have changed your world, and now you become a great parent. Yes. Now you become a great provider. Now you move and you try to better yourself to the glory of God, not just for earthly gain. Yes. Thinking that maybe if I pull up, I can use this position to have a better mouthpiece to the glory of God. See, we got to think differently. Mm -hmm. You got to do everything to his glory or you're going to live a mediocre life. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about people who got houses in the suburbs and money in the bank account and retirement money. You're still going to live a mediocre life. Mm-hmm. All I hear is the fans. It's calming. <laughs> I'm almost done. I know you're saying thank God. Next verse. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. The bread of God is the bread that comes from heaven and gives life to the world. Come on. Sir, they said, always give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. See, you're not getting it. I'm the bread. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, will never be thirsty. That's all you guys are so hungry, so thirsty. See, that's all that's see, that's life to you. And he's saying, Listen, I'm the bread. If you take this bread, hallelujah, something. Hallelujah. You're not gonna be Jesus. so caught up in careers and so and yes, you're gonna do it, but it's not gonna be your main thing and your main driving force for your happiness. Yes. For your security. Hallelujah, somebody. Yes. It means that this business that you work so hard to grow and, and God has blessed you to get it on the ground. And it's like, but yet and still, it's still only to his glory. It's never, ever just to supply your earthly desires. It's to the glory of God. Yes. Everything we do. Amen. You go to the gym, it's to the glory of God. Trying to physically stay cool, trying to keep your body in a certain, if you go out to dinner, it's to the glory of God. Are you going, man, Kenan, really? Yes, it all is, because he created everything and said it was good. Mm -hmm. So when we take advantage of the goodness that he made, we should just call it good. Yes. So when you pull up in your cars, and when you go to the gas station, no matter what the pump say, and you still can put gas in it, I went to California, the gas, I'm like, the gas is like $7, dude. I'll be driving a little two-seater Hyundai out here. <laughs> go, you go get gas to the glory of God. Everything is to his glory. To his glory. And I'm not being religious. I'm trying to give respect back to who saved you, who created everything for your benefit. Amen. Think about it. He created eating. Think about if we think about how if we had children by pollinization like plants. Think about if you had children by holding hands. No, God created something else that made it a lot better. <laughs> Stop being so holy in here. God created that. Everybody say amen. amen. He, 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 you, you do that to the glory of God under the right circumstances. Amen. <laughs> Throw that in there. Next verse. But as I told you, you have seen me and still you do not believe. But you see me and you still don't believe, come on. All those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. See, he says, all the foes the Father gives me will come to me. You try, Jesus, what are you saying? You're saying that we've been given to you? Think about how 
much of a blessing that is. You could still be out there with no thought of God at all. You could still be out there functioning, trying to just function in the world and trying to be happy because of the world. You could still not know that Jesus saved your life, that he's got an opening for you so the world is on its way to destruction, but you can be saved from it. You can still not know these things. God, some kind of way, gave us to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. How do you know, Keenan? Because the world isn't saved. And everybody hears the word, but everybody don't obey it. Right, right. Everybody hears the word, but they don't receive it. How come you did? Because you got yourself together? Nope. God chose you from the foundation of the world. Yes, he did. He says, I want you to know me. I want you to know me. I want you to know me. I want some kind of way I'm going to ease your heart so the word can get down into the soil of your heart and begin to sprout. I'm just thankful he saved my soul. Amen. Amen. Because I can still be lost out there. I can still not know. I can still not understand how these things work. I can still be trying to prove myself by what I do only. Mm-hmm. Not understanding that Christ took the penalty for my sin. So therefore, I owe him everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. It makes me happy to think that, man, you chose me. You, you wanted me. And he said, come to me seriously. I'll never, I'll never let you go. And I won't drive you away. And I won't let the world eat you. You know what's wrong with a lot of Christians right now? The world is eating them alive. The world is just pulling them back into the pit of the world. Just so driven by the world and the world systems, they're just falling back into the things of the world. And here's God going, no, don't worry about the world. No, I have to concentrate on the world. I tried, but I just wanted bread. I just wanted, some, I just wanted you to give me a better life. I never really fell in love with you, though. I never really committed myself a sacrifice to you. I just came for the bread and the festivities. My Lord. There's a major group of Christians that are in that pattern. Now, listen. I'm not judging anyone. I'm just telling the truth, and it gets me in trouble. I'm not, I never judge anybody. I got my own stuff to worry about. But I am a truth teller. Amen. Auntie, come on, I'm almost done. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him that sent me. What do you mean to tell me, Jesus, you had a will? Yes, Jesus had his own will. He said, I only do what the Father says. I only do what the Father does. Jesus says, I have a will, but I've can I push my will to the side for the glory? Jesus, that means you lived your whole life to God's glory. Yes, because yes. Jesus said, I got a will. I know we're the same, but we're different. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. And I guarantee you when Jesus got down here, he started thinking about some stuff. You think he didn't? Jesus got so mad, he went in there and beat some people. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I would have been like, what is Jesus doing? <laughs> He beat people out the temple. He got so mad. Hallelujah, somebody. Yes, he did. This is meek little Jesus who turns the other cheek. Jesus got down here and started to see how things work. And he looked at the Pharisees and says, man, you guys are, you guys are a bunch of devils, man. Yes, it's just kind of like telling somebody your mama on the playground. <laughs> Jesus was spinning around and go, man, get away from me. All of you are here because you just want to show. Mm-hmm. Jesus had a whole lot of thoughts, but he gave it all to the glory of God. He says, listen, I didn't come down here to do my will. That means if we do life our way totally, we are not living a fulfilled life. Amen. And when you get to heaven, because you'll get there, God's going to say, hey, because the Bible says we're going to give an account. Account for what? Our sin? No, I thought Jesus fixed our sin. He did. You're going to give an account for the life. Mm-hmm that he gave you, what did you do with it? This precious thing called life, which is so fragile. So fragile. So fragile. We got a friend who was training for triathlons, swimming and biking and, and running, and now he's on dialysis, getting ready to go through chemo. Life is so fragile. Ask my brother, this life is so fragile. So every day we wake up, it better be to the glory of God. When you put your little feet on the ground, it better be to the glory of God. When you're able to brush your own teeth, wash your own face, take your own shower, go to the bathroom yourself, oh, that's to the glory of God. Because I know people my age who can't do it. Amen. Courtney tells me stories about people who can't, they're just, they're, they're not even living, they're just existing. Mm-hmm. 
So every day is to the glory of God. Every day. I'm almost done. I got three minutes. Come on. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all those he has given me, mm -hmm. but raise them up at the last day. He said, here's my will. Here's God's will. Then I'm not going to lose any of them that God gives me. And I'm going to raise them up on the last day. Isn't that life? That, that's, really the, that's really the complete life right there. That I lived in a way that I'm one of the ones that on the last day I'll be lifted up. Yeah. That means I have to do more than just grow up, go to school, hopefully go to college, get a good career, get married, have children, raise my children, take them on vacation, put them to the house in the suburb, you know, have to cut my grass, do these, pay my taxes, uh, do some investment, because I'm going to get older one day, I'm going to retire, and then I'm going to have grandkids, and then my grandkids, and then I'm going to be a great-grandfather, father to them, and then I'm going to die. My grandfather was a good man, but he wasn't no hero. Very good man. Impacted my life, but I can't call him a hero. And I'm saying, the world may not know your name. You, you might not be popular or famous. To, you don't have to, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about our mentality. What is life? I'm going to tell you what life is. It's all to the glory of God. Amen. Mm -hmm. Or you're living a mediocre life. Amen. Which you will give account for. Amen. What is that business of yours about? It's about to the glory of God. Amen. What is going to school about? It's about to the glory of God. What is, what is getting married about? It's about getting married to the glory of God, having children to the glory of God. Meaning, meaning that everything in my world, this can't just be life, is it? I, I'm just so not fulfilled. That's why some people aren't fulfilled, because they, they've done life, but they're not fulfilled. That's why people who got money, they're always into new things, because they, they can't stop. It's just, you would think, man, you just made uh, uh, millions of dollars Oh, no, you're, you hear about all the time. Nope, they're still investing and they're still buying things and they still want this and they still want that. And we look at them with envy. And you know what they're doing? They're trying to hide pain. Amen. Because really they're not fulfilled. Amen. They're not good. They need something else. They're never stationary because my life ain't worth nothing unless I'm doing this. And I'm going, man, how much money you need, dude? How many houses do you need? How many cars do you need? Is that it? One more. Go. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him shall have eternal life, what and I will the raise them up the last the sun, day. Auntie? I'm sorry. What about the ones who don't look to the Son? They won't have eternal. They life. won't have eternal life. Amen. And people go, "Is God sending anybody to hell?" No, you send yourself. Yep. He gave you the way out. Here's the way out. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the, the Son now and believes in Him. You will inherit eternal life, and I will raise them up in the last day. What about the ones who don't? Well, you, you won't make it because the cops aren't looking for you. You won't make it because you, have, you didn't lie today. You won't make it because, you know, you stole something when you were seven years old and you haven't stolen nothing since. You won't make it because you take care of your grandchildren very well when, you, when, the, when their parents go to work. You won't make it because you're always there for your kids. And, uh, you, you won't make it because you went to work every day and you paid bills and kept a roof over their head. You, you won't make it because you, you figured some stuff out and you got them out. You, they live a better life than you did. Your kids live better than you. That's the American way. You won't make it because of that, people. That's not life. That's not the life that Jesus is talking about. That's not the life that God is talking about. That's not the life that the Holy Spirit teaches us about. It's not it. That can't be it. It's got to be more than that. Because you're going to die, and your grandkids going to remember you, but their kids not going to know you. You're going to be a picture. Mm -hmm. That's it. 
try to do everything to the glory of God and begin to let God adjust what's important in your life. Amen. Amen. Come on up. Ask people all the time, how, well, how do you get to heaven? Well, you know, I'm a good person. Good luck with that. But you believe in Christmas, you believe in Easter, but you don't even know what it was about. So that means you're just caught up in life. Mm -hmm. Societal matters drive your spirituality. Really, you don't have spirituality, you have religion. My intent today was to make you happy. I'm happy. By telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And by getting us to reorganize some stuff. Amen. And Amen. to try to ease your mind up. Ease up on the world so much. Ease up on what you should eat, drink, wear, drive, live. Ease up a little bit. Ease up on, oh, I got to do this and I got to do that. And I got to get this and I got to get that. And I'm like, ease back a little bit. Do you really? Okay, get it. But... Get it unto the glory of God, realizing this. If it doesn't occur, God is still God. Hallelujah, somebody. And if it does occur, then give God glory and do it unto his glory. Because he created everything and said it was good. We agree with it. So, Lord, I receive everything you've created to your glory. But the least I can do is give you my life and say, whatever your will is, like Jesus said, just go ahead. My will is not to be in no little town in Michigan that nobody knows in the cold. That ain't my will. Especially, especially if I'm going to, I do this crap in front of hundreds of people. Or you think I want to do this in, in, in some little town, in some little cold place in Michigan? Today is a nice day. It's going to be 30-something tomorrow. I'm going to be right back depressed. <laughs> See, only Michigan is 67, then 27. Come on, man. Who wants to deal with that? I ain't got to deal with this, but I deal with this because everything I do is to God's glory. And along the way, he takes care of me. He provides for me. Everybody say amen. He, he, gives, he opens doors for me. He, take, he makes sure I'm... I'm fighting fat because I love food, and and he looks out for a brother. It hurts. So in Jesus' name, everything is to the glory of God. So are you playing to the glory of God right now? You better be. Everything is to the glory of God. When you walk out of here and go do life tomorrow, it's to the glory of God. I'm telling you. Or you might stand before him. And you might not get a well done if Jesus did. Let's do communion. Come on. About that verse when the angels they go with man that thou mindful of why do you care about man? And I tend to agree. If I was God, man, I don't think the world would still be here. I don't have that kind of love. One, I gave my son and they just don't care. Two, you try to explain things and they just don't want to get it. People kill each other, life. 
way. Without hatred in their heart. If I was God, I'd blow this thing up. I'd go it so rap. But in God is his love, though. It's still giving us time. Time to do what? Help other people understand. I think the only reason why Jesus had to come back is because God has given us time. You gotta think Russia's in place, China's in place. They're playing major parts in the end time. Think about it, the American way of life is, is less. We're not the forefront anymore. Financially, militarily we are. But but really, if you think of China and Russia combined, oh, that'd be a tough fight. Everything's in place, man. I'm telling you, it really is. So you try to tell me, can the Antichrist on the planet? Could be. Because the world is looking for someone to save it. The only reason why God has not sent Jesus to crack the sky yet is because he, still, because he loves us. He's still giving us I don't want to be embarrassed. Now, you better think. Time, he's given us time. Given us time. Who knows God because you know God. So when you stand before him, you tell him you went to work every day and took care of your family. the bread. This do in remembrance of me. He took the cup and he said this represents all this blood I'm getting ready to shed to pay back the penalty of sin for you. So no longer will we have to sacrifice any animals. I am the sacrifice. And this one sacrifice God is putting all your sin and the sin of people who aren't even born yet on my shoulders and I'm going to die and take the penalty for your sin because when he said if you eat of the tree of life death will come death came but God says I'm not going to kill you even though you deserve it I'll kill me and I'll preserve you I'll fix what you did by sending my son and all those who believe will receive the repentance of remissions of sin gone sin gone away because they crucified your Jesus on your behalf the least we can do is not only drink it unto me, but present our bodies sacrifices. In Jesus' name, come on. Ooh, Maryland, that one has some alcohol in it. <laughs> 